You're listening to the Melbourne Lights Church Midweek Extra. Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, back to our Midweek Extra Woo! podcast. We're back. We had a bit of an extended summer break for our Midweek Extra. Yeah. Um, we've been looking forward to getting back into it. We had a break over summer and then, uh, then we all had to go at getting COVID over the last few <laughs> weeks. And so... Um, yeah, it's a bit, a bit longer break than we thought we would have, but we're back into it and we're really excited to sort of go deeper, unpack more of what God's saying, um, delve into some of the, the, the preaches that we have um, in, the, in the different series that we're doing. Um, also excited to have some different guests on um, and we're going to be recording some podcasts with a few guests coming up, which Yay. we're excited to release to you. So um, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the podcast on whatever channel you're listening to. Go like our social medias. Just stay up to date with what's happening because we're we're just we're stoked about what God's doing in the season. I have the privilege uh, today again of having Gabby on with me. So Yay. welcome, Gabby. Thank you. Hello. It's nice good. to be here again. It's good to have you on. Yay. Usually you're the one on this side of the microphone yep. um, asking the questions, mm. but um, Gabby actually preached on Sunday. Preached an amazing word um, in the series that we're in. And so I'm, I'm sitting on this side of the mic and I'm going to ask Gabby some questions to kind of delve deeper into the, the inner workings of her brain as she had studied out this topic. So um, I mean, we, we, we love that I, with this midweek extra, it's, it's relaxed. We get to have discussion, yeah. Yeah. but we also get to delve a bit deeper because yeah. behind every preach is a lot of study and a lot of scriptures that you can't you necessarily fit into a you know, half an hour so or 40 true. minute preach. And, so true. and there's also stuff that God's stirring on your heart. And, you know, when you get stand up on a Sunday morning or whatever it is that we get to preach, um, yeah, there's different prophetic things that he highlights. And sometimes you got to leave stuff out. Yeah, So it's sure. fun to delve into this for sort of sure. stuff. And uh, hopefully you guys are challenged as well and you, um, and, and we grow through it as well. So we are in um, a series yes. uh, at the moment as a church that we're calling the church that Jesus is building or the house that Jesus is yes. building. Um, just really wanting to, to, to look at what does the church that Jesus is building look like? Cause we all have an idea of what church should look like, don't we? Yeah. It's yeah. sort of, we got this idea of whether we've grown up with it or, you know, yeah. whatever model we're in or what we've seen. Yeah. What we've seen, us, what yeah. we, or what we think theoretically yes. would work. Yeah. Um, but in light of, you know, as a church at Melbourne Lights talking about discipleship, and being disciples of Jesus. We did a whole series on radical Jesus. Yeah. Who is this amazing Jesus that we serve, so that we follow, good. that we're becoming like as disciples. So good. Yes. And then the sort of, you know, really the next step in that is, well, if we're becoming like Jesus and he's called us together to be to be his bride, to be his people, yeah. then what does that church look like? Exactly. Um, and, yeah, Good question. So that's what we're going to unpack yes. uh, you know, in the coming months as well. Mm. Um, but that's also what... Uh, Gabby spoke into on Sunday. Um, and what was the title of your preach on Sunday, Gabby? It was God's Dream Team, a church for all generations. I love it. I love that even uh, the previous week we had a team from Compassion here with mm. us. Um, and Matt Hand in his preach about kingdom yes. talked about kingdom in- impact being multi-generational. Yeah. From the yeah, youngest, the kids, the youth, yes. the young adults. And I was, uh, I was at home having to isolate because I had COVID. Um, but was watching online and um, and was laughing in my heart, like in a happy God way, knowing that Gabby was going to preach this the next week. Oh, so that good. the church that Jesus is building, his dream team, is a church for all generations. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. preach it, Matt. Preach and I was like, Matt. preach it, Gabby. And so Yay, Jesus just puts it all together. He, he does. You know, it's like he brings it together. It's all connected because Ab- it's him. Absolutely. And so we, we really want to pursue as a church in this season, the more that God has for us yeah. becoming like Jesus, but also being a people that, you know, if, if Jesus has said it, if the Bible says it, we want to go after it with all that we have. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not there, um, and it's just, you know, tradition or it's just sort of, you know, our thoughts or, or things that we've done in the past, yeah. we want to let that stuff go and be, be willing to adjust and yes, change. Let it go. And we've done a lot of that, haven't we? In we the have. last, yeah. over the last two years, God's been really, um, clear and really good about that with us. Yep. And we've, we've been pretty ruthless about yeah. listening to him, letting go of what was and running into what he has now, hearing his voice for the now. Yeah, 100%. And uh, yeah, one of the things I think, I think this is such a key point um, because I mean, there's so many things that, that we will cover in yeah. the Church of Jesus building. But um, the, the, the sort of starting point, and we started a little while, a couple weeks ago, 
was that we exist for his glory. Yeah, it's so good. So I mean, true. everything we do is to bring him glory. And we see right throughout scripture, because I think this point that you touched on on Sunday is so key. It's a church for all generations, because we yeah. see that right throughout scripture. Scripture says that one generation will declare your deeds to mm. another. Yes. And there's like so many examples of, of the, 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 the multiple generations yeah. following yeah. Jesus together, a people uh, built together for the display of his splendor. Yeah. Um, and so, but what we see often when we look at churches is that they're particularly good at reaching one generation yes. or, you know, or uh, maybe two, but not being multi-generational, not actually making room from the youngest to the oldest for people to have kingdom impact together. Yes, yeah, kingdom impact together. I think that's the key is, is we might have people of old ages in the yeah. same room. Yeah, sitting in the congregation. Sitting yeah. in the congregation. But we've, we've really, um, the la- over the last year, you've really gone hard after that, haven't you, Matt, about mm. that doesn't equal, you know, a, a Jesus a believer just yeah. sitting in a church. And so even just having the generation sitting in a church doesn't yeah. equal a multi-generational kingdom impacting church. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's what we're going after. It's that sort of church. It's it's God's heart, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His heart. He, he's the one who loves the generations. He's the God 100%. of you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah. Um, throughout the Bible, we read about generations and his heart for generations. So, yeah, yeah it's and, exciting. And so often, I think we've we've had this idea that it's like, there is a generation that God's using. Yes. And the ones that are older, you know, they're just there to sort of, you know, maybe finance what God's doing or yeah. kind of sit and look on. They go on the sidelines. Yeah. And the ones that are coming up, you know, we invest in the younger, and but their time will come at yes. some point. But I think really what we see in the scripture and what we are pursuing uh, and what you unpack so well is that every generation has to play their role yeah. for us to be the church that God's called us to be. Yes, and every generation, every age group has a role to has play role. Yes. and has a part to play that matters and impacts yeah. the others. So yes, 100%. Mm, very so, good. so maybe maybe we can kick off with a with a question, um, just jumping out of your preach on Sunday, which is, what does God's dream team look like in terms of being multi generational? I mean, we talked a little bit just then, but um, do you want to unpack that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in terms of yeah, let's. Well, we unpacked a scripture, yeah. and maybe yeah. I'll go with, yeah. that, go with that to start with. But um, there's quite a few scriptures, actually, that, that show how church, like this relationship between the generations works so mm. beautifully and how important it is. The one that I unpacked uh, was Exodus 17, 8 to 10. And that one, I'm not going to read it, but it's basically oh. when the Amalekites have come against the um, the nation of Israel and that battle breaks out. And so... Moses is the leader of, of the Israelites at that time, and he gives Joshua a plan. He comes up with a strategy, and he gives him a yeah. battle plan. And he says, here you go, here's the strategies. Joshua takes his men, and they go fight the battle. But while they're fighting, Moses goes up to the hill, and he actually tells Joshua, part of the plan is, I'll be up on the hill, yeah. and I'm going to be praying. And Moses takes Aaron and her. They go up while the battle's raging. <laughs> Joshua's fighting. Uh, we have uh, Moses praying and he's holding up his staff and yeah. Moses begins to get tired, um, as you do, because yeah. the battle's going on and on. It's yeah, not just, a try, quick battle. just try and hold your hands hold up over your head yeah. For, yeah. for more than yeah. five minutes. <laughs> yes, and he's, he's praying, like he's really yeah. crying out. And, and it's a beautiful picture because Aaron and her see that he's getting tired because every time he gets tired, uh, the Israelites start to lose. Yeah. But every time he's praying and his staff's held up, they win. Like yeah. they, they've got victory. And so there's this connection, this direct connection yeah. to Moses praying and yeah, holding up his yeah. staff to Joshua winning. And um, Aaron and her who are standing there with Moses see that this is happening. Yeah. And they realize this is massive. And if we don't step in and help, yeah. we're going to lose this battle. So I, I brought the point out, you know, and I'll say it quickly now, is, is they weren't thinking of themselves. They weren't yeah. thinking of this is really taking a long time or do we have to be doing this? We're not oh, wow. even in the battle. Joshua and, you know, the others, that's the younger generation are in the battle. But, um, you know, when are we going to get our name up in yeah. lights? Why is it always Moses that gets the glory? You know, no, they're thinking Israel. They're thinking kingdom. They're yeah. thinking God, you know, yeah. his way, his strategy for a people. And um, that the victory of Israel was their victory. The yeah. vic- so if Moses does well, they all do well. And so they do this something beautiful. They bring a rock and sit Moses on it 
and hold up his arms so that while he rests and, and while he doesn't have strength, they will bring their strength. He mm. can lend mm. their strength always, yeah. like borrow their courage, borrow their strength. He holds, they hold yeah. his arms up and um, Joshua wins the battle and the Israelites are victorious. And it's such a beautiful picture. What I was bringing out was the picture of the church in action. Yes. Because it's amazing. Moses had a strategy. Moses is the older, represents the older generation. He's, yes, he's the leader as well. But Moses had a strategy from God and yeah. Moses brings the strategy to Joshua. See, Moses can't go into battle. It's not his, his, his call. It's not his place. And he's probably too old anyway yeah. to go and fight the battle. But God didn't tell him to fight it because if yeah. he did, he would. Yeah. God didn't say fight. He, he gave that plan. And that plan was for the, a younger generation, was for Joshua. Joshua took that. Joshua yeah. didn't say, you're too old, what are you talking about? Yeah. Joshua um, honored him and said, yes, I'm going to run with this. I'm going to honor you as my leader, as an elder. And he ran yeah. and he, he did what he was asked to do. At the same time, Moses had friends, uh, you know, his brother-in-law and a, yeah. a friend standing beside him, which is a beautiful picture too of who are we coming alongside? Who have we got alongside us? Yes. We do get tired. We aren't lone rangers. We, it's yeah. not about us. It's It's about the kingdom. This yeah, was about Israel, yeah. but it's team within the kingdom and, and everyone has a part to play. Everyone matters for the sake of the victory of that kingdom. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful picture of how church should work, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and Moses, uh, one quick thing, Moses could have said, I've done my bit. There's the strategy, Joshua. Yeah. We'll go and have a cup of tea or we'll go and rest. <laughs> go back to our you know, tent. Have, go back have to our meal. tent, have a meal. We'll wait and we'll listen out. No, he went and he, he was strategically positioned on a hill and he prayed and he held that stuff. He knew yeah. that his role was pivotal in, yeah. in victory happening for Israel. So, yeah, every part mattered and no one questioned so young, old, am I over it? Um, like, yeah. like, do am I qualified? No, they knew their place and they knew that it mattered. Their eyes were on a bigger picture. I love it. Mm. I love that Joshua didn't say, this is your battle to fight. Yeah. You know, and yeah. often, you know, uh, we see that, you know, so, sort of a younger generation can say, well, you should have fought this battle before, so I don't yeah. have to fight it now. Yeah. But that, you know, that's a very selfish mindset. And, you know, when we have a kingdom mindset, yes. it's, you know, even if they should have fought it before, I'm willing to fight it now, yeah. But we all do it together. We all have a have a part to play. Yeah. We all yeah. have a role yeah. in seeing the kingdom advance. Yeah. And you know, wherever God's placed us, whether it's part of Melbourne Lights or if you're in a different church or where, you know, even a different nation, wherever God's placed you, you have a role yes. at whatever age you are yeah. to play in in partnership, in conjunction, in team, standing arm in arm with people that are older and younger. Yes. Um, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the idea of single generation church to me is so foreign to the Bible that, yeah. Yeah. that and I, to the heart of God, to the heart of God, yeah. really, that yeah. I just don't understand how, how we can end up with that. Um, we no. don't, we don't want to end up with that as a, as a church. We want, no, we want, yeah, we want to pursue this because it's right through, um, the, the, the scriptures. I, I know there was a, there's a, there's so many examples of this, but one of the things, um, as a church that we really value is this picture of David's tabernacle. Mm. Um, mm. You know, and, and you know, David, you know, the Bible says a man after God's own heart and yeah, yeah, obviously had his own own issues, but there's this whole, um, you know, this whole interplay in the old Testament between David wanting to uh, build the te a temple, a place for God's presence to dwell. Yeah. Um, and then Solomon actually being the one yes. who, who builds it now? I know this is part of your um, yeah, yeah. sort of your, your, your background prep, yeah. but you also yeah. know you didn't get to this on Sunday. No, I so, knew I couldn't get to this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because yeah, th there's but, always so many examples you could use when you preach, and uh, yeah. that's like sort of the, the, the hardest thing in preaching is what do you leave out uh, yeah, and yeah, still make a sure. point. But can, sure. maybe you can unpack that yeah. thought because I, I love this because this is this is father son generational as well. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. What, 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 how did that? How, how does that picture play into this thing? Of no, it's, it's beautiful, and I think when you said father son, like even in terms of church, like often we should think that way. Yeah, fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, yeah. and and all of us are raised. Who yeah. are we raising up? Naturally we, and spiritually. Naturally and spiritually, yeah. exactly. Um, so this is a really, it's it's actually a really awesome story. 
Uh, so David has a dream, like it's all in Chronicles, you can read about yeah. this, but David has a dream to build a temple, like he said. He dreams this up and he's excited because he wants to host the presence of God. He's, yeah. he's a lover of God, like, yeah. you know, a man after God's own heart. Like he wanted presence uh, over everything. And yeah. so he dreams of this place, this, this tabernacle, this temple. Uh, but God says, no, God mm -hmm. says, you're not going to be the one to build it. And um, that was because he said, if you read it, he says, you, you have blood on your hands. You've been a man of war. Mm -hmm. Your son will be a man of peace. And I mean, that even that to me was like, wow, what do we yeah. do with the dream that we bring to God? And then he says, no, but that you're very called. David was yeah. called to be a king who was yeah. a warrior king. God told him God to told go, him fight, him to go <laughs> fight those battles, kill those, yeah. you know, the enemy. And suddenly it, this, that calling has disqualified him from the dream in his heart. Yeah, wow. What do we do when God does that? I mean, <laughs> if it's about us and our name and our dream and our agenda and we, we get upset yeah. and we, we either fight God or we do it anyway or we, we walk mm -hmm. away. But David, I love this, again, had a bigger picture because it wasn't about him. Yeah. It wasn't about his name. It wasn't about... You know, my kingdom, yeah. it was about his kingdom come. Yeah. And so if God says, God, that's it? right, yeah. it was for the glory of God. Yeah. And so God says, you're not going to build it. He says, okay, yeah. all right. So what am I going to do um, it, to help get this dream happening? Yeah. And he, it's beautiful because he actually gets everything he can. Because yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but at yeah. that point, he could have laid it down. He could have like cracked it and said, yeah. this is my dream. Yeah. Like God said, no, you're not going to build yeah. it. So forget it. Like, and just yeah. go do his own thing. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't let the dream die with him. He didn't let it die yeah. with his generation. Exactly. He began to prepare. He began to prepare yeah. it so that the next generation could see this dream fulfilled. Again, it comes back to, it's not about me and my kingdom, yeah. me and my yeah. dream. It's so a, there's something bigger so here. Good. And if we start thinking that way in terms of kingdom, then we, I think we're going to see a lot more God dreams mm -hmm. um, impact generationally yeah. rather than die off with us, you yeah. know, or with yeah. whoever's dreamt yeah. that. So Solomon, um, yeah, so Solomon was the one to build it, but David set his son up, so yeah. he gets. You know, he, instead of letting it go or giving up, like you said, yeah. or just thinking, well, Solomon will do it whenever that time comes. He he gets everything in place, the blueprints, the um, materials, yeah. the tradesmen, the, like every single thing possible ready yeah. so that Solomon could do this and, yeah, wow. and could do what God had, had um, called him to do. And I wanted to, like in 2 Chronicles 6 I just want to read this really quickly. It's not very long, but it, it's important awesome. because this is Solomon speaking now, yeah. speaking back, looking back. And he says, now it was in the heart of my father, David, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father, David, since it is in your heart to build a house for my name, you have done well to have this in your heart. Very I love good. that. Nevertheless, you are not the one to build it, but your son, your own offspring will build the house for my name. I love that because even though he was disqualified, he wasn't allowed to build it, yeah. God said, well done. This was in your heart. Yeah. It was in your heart. He, kept, he says it a few times, yeah. and you did well to have this in your heart. Yeah. God loves the dreams of our hearts. Like yes. He yes. wants us to dream, to have God dreams. Yeah. And he, he was really acknowledging and saying, well done. I love yeah. that you dreamt this. You're not going to do it, yeah. but well done for dreaming it. The very dream that he had opened up the possibility for that to become a reality. Wow. wow. And I think sometimes that's, you know, that's we, we stop dreaming or we, we drop the dreams. And that's why yep. on Sunday I really went after, we went after the, yep. the um, restoring of dreams, especially for the older generation. Yep. Don't drop your dream. Don't let your dream yep. die. If it's a God dream, you've done well. You've and, done well. And so often, if it's a God dream, it will be bigger than we can do in our own lifetime because God is a God of generations. Yes. Yeah. yeah, true. And so, yeah, we might see a partial fulfillment of that. Yes. But so often, you know, God gives us these kingdom dreams that are their regions, their nations, their peoples. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we yeah. might see a, a fraction of that. And if, it, like you were saying, if it's just about me and my ministry, then I see that fraction of that and that's where it stops. Yeah, and it stops in your lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we, we have a limited yeah. lifetime. Yeah. But when we begin to understand this thing, that the church that Jesus is building is multi-generational, yes. 
it's to the third and fourth generation and beyond. Exactly. It's a, you know, it's ongoing and we build that way. Yeah. yeah. Then we, we, we actually birth these dreams that can only be fulfilled by our children and our children's children. Exactly. And that's a beautiful place to live in because that's amazing kingdom impact that leaves a legacy for the kingdom be well beyond our lifetime. Yes. Yeah. It's exciting too. And it's worth getting excited about and, and remembering yeah, that, that we, that we're talking eternity. Like we, we, yeah, just, I think it's just the, trying to put words to it, but it's, it's the expanding of the way we think. Like yeah. I feel Holy Spirit's just yeah. reshuffling things and just expanding yeah. our thinking because yeah, for too long we think here and now we yeah. think my lifetime and what I can yeah. do right now. And it's, it's about me and everything in our Western society says it's all about yeah. you. And so God is saying, no, hang on a minute. I want you to think like me because it's all about mm, me. Mm. Think generationally. Yeah. And I think that's so exciting. I was talking about the ripple effect, you know, and yeah. to think if yeah. you can visualize that stone with the ripple and the ripple and the, your stone, your idea, your dream, yeah. what you establish, what you do here um, is going to have a ripple effect into eternity. And that's exciting. Yeah. That's yeah, super yeah. exciting. Yeah. You shared, uh, sorry, I'm still, we're kind of sidetracking yeah. off of your story. Yeah, we'll come back to it. But you shared a story on Sunday of, um, of, of a few older ladies when you were new in your journey with the Lord, when yeah. you were young, maybe in your like, yeah. 20 or, or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I was 19, 20. invested into your life and saw restoration. And the, the point you made is that you, that you uh, wouldn't be where you're at now if not for the investment of those older ladies into your life. Yes. Um, and actually what jumped out to me, because I, I mean, that's a beautiful picture in itself, but I actually realized that just the depth of it, even beyond that, is that even as a local church, we wouldn't be where we are now if not for the investment of those ladies in your life because we wouldn't be where we are without the investment of your life into our lives yeah. and into us as a church. Wow. And those ladies, uh, you oh. know, we don't know where they are and they might, they might never know no. the impact, say, that Melbourne Lights has or then the ripple beyond us, the people yeah. that we get yeah. to invest into now yes. and then the next generations. But their investment into you didn't just release you to something in the kingdom. But it's impacting people in School of Faith. It's impacting people in Melbourne Lights. It's mm. impacting people in Cambodia and in the Philippines. And wow. that ripple, I mean, it's just yeah. Yeah. like the bigness of it just struck me. I was sort of a bit in awe and I got stuck in that story for a little while wow. um, as you moved wow. on. I just thought, you know, it's even, it's, we see it through our lens, but it's so big, bigger than that. It's amazing. So much bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an impact. Just a normal, beautiful, you know, Jesus loving yeah. ladies who didn't set out to even purposely say we're going to mentor or help this poor person they just came alongside they were just being themselves and actually god just positioned them in my life and they were like the the aaron and the herd like they just yeah stood beside me walked with me for whatever part of that journey was they probably passed away to be honest because they were a fair bit older than me or else they're very elderly right now you're not that old are you no they they haven't passed away yet they weren't that old they they were okay yeah (laughs) yeah i i don't know i don't know where they are but isn't that amazing that we'll stand before god one day and he'll he'll i believe he'll show us um, he'll say, well done, yeah. well done. And he'll yeah. show us things like that where we've walked alongside someone and never thought, you know, it wasn't, yeah. I didn't pray and see a deliverance or a healing or preach to the masses. And he'll say, yeah, that was great. But look at this, look what yeah, happened look here. And you'll see the ripple effect. He'll show you of that from generation yeah. to generation, the, the effect of you just coming yeah. alongside and loving someone and believing yeah. in them and calling them up to, to the more that God has. It's so good. Wow. And I, you know, we come back to that story of David and Solomon. And I love that. You know, while David was alive, he established a tabernacle, which was all about like 24-7 worship. It was about God's presence. So he was doing it, but he had a bigger dream beyond what he was doing. Um, And so, you know, he he prepared and he set up for Solomon. And then, you know, then if you you follow that story Mm -hmm. on, Solomon builds the temple. Um, And then, you know, and, and there's all this like detail on how he built the temple. Yeah, yeah. And you, you often, you know, I had often wondered when I was younger, why do they take chapters and chapters of the Bible to say this, this weight of gold and this, mm. I was like, who cares? <laughs> but the point, I think it's, I think it's two Chronicles five, mm. right at the end. The point is this, and it says when they finished building according to God's pattern, the, the glory filled the temple and the priest couldn't even stand to minister wow. before him. Yeah. Wow. And that's, wow. that, I mean, that, if there's any scripture 
for this whole series is that. Yeah. That actually when we're building the church that Jesus is building, Mm -hmm. his glory, we're now the temple. His glory comes and fills us. His glory fills our gatherings. His glory comes in this weight that we can't even stand to minister before him. There's just the weightiness. And, you know, we might be at the David stage and we might, you know, be worshiping and enjoying God's presence, but not seeing that weight yet. Yeah. That fullness yet. But we can prepare so that maybe it's in our lifetime and maybe it's it's not, but that mm-hmm. those that are coming after us actually see that weight of glory Come and on. see the kingdom yeah. extended. And uh, yeah, I really think, uh, you know, and it, I, my prayer even in this podcast is that um, you would allow God to adjust your heart. Because I've, I've heard over my lifetime, and I'm not, I'm not old, I'm probably middle-aged now, um, but I've heard <laughs> a lot young. of people talk about <laughs> Yeah, multiple generations and third and fourth generation. It's not a new thing. It's not a new thing. But, I mean, in that, I've heard a lot of people talk about it and then seen a lot of people who talked about it not do it. Yeah. I've I've heard a lot of people say, we're building to the third and fourth generation until the rubber really met the road and then they wanted their own ministry. Yes. Or they wanted their own. And actually, for a lot of those people, what they were walking in when I was younger has stopped. Oh, it hasn't yeah. carried on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't. I don't want that. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want that in in what God's called me to. We don't want that as a church. We really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to be a people who grab this. But I think to to grasp this and to walk in it is not just you know it's not just a preach. It's a people whose hearts are changed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. who's who? Yeah. You know, we shift from from me to kingdom. We shift even from from a church. To yeah, a kingdom mentality, exactly. Um, and the, yeah, in, until yeah. every person hears about Jesus, yes. and has an opportunity to respond. Yeah, yeah, you know, we haven't fulfilled the mission. Exactly, and we've got to keep passing it on. Yes, uh, yeah, very good, very good. Love. So maybe uh, I can ask some practical questions. I don't know. If, I don't know if you have answers to this. Um, maybe questions without notice, which we love to do in our podcast because <laughs> they're fun. Um, but how do older people? Stay involved and work with younger people. Um, you know, how, how, do, how, do we, how do we do this practically? And you know, I, I think we, we do it fairly well as a local church, but we can do it better. Um, but yeah. any ideas on how, you know, how yeah, I mean, um, you're, you're not, you're not an older person yet. We're all, we're all working for it. It depends but. where you're standing, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But, um, look, I think, I mean, this isn't so much practical, but just a starting point yeah. is, is older people, you need to know your value and your worth and that what you so carry yeah. and your history with God matters and is so valued and so valuable and it, it, there's mm. a weight to it. And if you don't know that, yeah. you're not going to step forward and, and feel that you've got something to bring Very to the good. table. And so part of that on Sunday was ministering to that and just yeah. really... Uh, Breaking off the mindset and and yeah, even the things that society put on older people to say, yeah. you're you're redundant now, or you've you've done your bit, go and retire, yeah. put your feet up, go fishing. You know, like yeah. just you're not needed. And I think people can speak that over themselves as well because yeah. of the messages you get yeah. from all around you. I mean, it's a young person's world. I mean, yeah. everything on social media and TV. I mean, it's 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 really all geared to younger people. Yeah. yeah. And. You can feel at times that, oh, yeah. maybe I've missed it or maybe I've had my time and maybe it's just time to yeah. settle down, like retire yeah. or, yeah. yeah. And and so my first thing is just you have to believe that God, if you're here yeah. and you're alive, then you still are here with purpose and God is calling you back in yeah. and back to your position in the body and you yeah. have a history with God you have th- something unique that only you've walked yes. with God or that yeah. you've seen that you carry an anointing yeah. that's on you because we always say be full of you full of him yeah. you need to just be you yeah. and then bring that into the to the mix because people need it younger people need what you yes. have and yeah. you know it's it's actually really powerful so so yeah I think it starts with knowing you carry something valuable mm. Mm. but then it's also getting connected so practically it's it's staying connected then with generations like with stay connected stay stay in touch if you've got grandkids and you know then that that's helpful because then you can stay a little bit but don't just don't just withdraw to the seniors group 
don't just withdraw to the like students group. I the mean, young adults, the kids, the youth yeah. need your wisdom yeah. and your yeah, yes. your experience and your yeah. faith and yeah, and your dreams. What yeah. are you dreaming? Are there, there's wisdom and there's strategies that God will give you because you have wisdom and you can carry what he's about to release yeah. to you. Whereas younger people are not there yet. They don't have the maturity to carry it and they'll probably get crushed with it. Yeah. They may um, run into something they're not quite ready for. And so they need the um, wisdom yeah. and the, the strength that yeah. an older person brings. But there's dreams still. There's dreams sure. even that you still need to live. Yeah. And there's dreams that you need to dream up to make possible and, and set up the next generation. Yeah. So even be asking God for those Get alongside young people. Go to ask if you can go and hang out at you know at their place, or, yeah. or go to yeah. young adults or youth, um, and just in, yeah, I think it's really important to stay connected, mm -hmm. to stay a, a little bit relevant. Listen yeah. to some of the stuff they're talking about. Catch the yeah. heartbeat of God for that that generation because uh, you know there's so many things you'll pick up. You know there's yeah. a lot of fatherlessness. There's there's yeah. um, a lot of depression. There's a lot of hopelessness. There's a lot of um, confusion around mm -hmm. identity and, and, you know, in all different ways. And yep. you can bring something that is so calming, so stable, stability. so some yeah. stability, yeah. like follow the Holy Spirit, but bring, bring that into someone's yeah. world. It will make a difference. It will actually shift something. And, and like happened it. to me, yeah. you might release somebody into their destiny yeah. just by being you and coming alongside them, encouraging them. I have, I have two other brothers, so there's three of us, not boys anymore, young men, men, and uh, and my dad, we used to always joke with my dad about old man strength, yes. because there is just something, <laughs> well, and it, I think it's a reality in the spirit as well, there's just, it's old man strength, it's like, you know, all these young guys, and they got big muscles, and they look like they can lift heaps of weights, and then this old man who doesn't look like he's like that fit, but just smashes him in the gym or, you know, <laughs> yeah. goes harder, um, yep, yep. you know, and, but that's this case spiritually as well. There's just a strength that comes from repetition yeah, and a strength yeah. that comes from, from, you know, having done it before, it, you know, maybe finding better, you know, more efficient ways of doing it. You know, we don't want to reinvent the wheel, but there yeah. is this, this yeah. spiritual strength yeah. that we need. And I, I heard someone say, you know, we need older people because you know they they have a a theological maturity mm. you know we're not swayed by the the latest revelation yeah. or yeah. you know the the because things are cyclical you know it's like yeah. it's like yeah we've seen that bef before that that thing was a big thing in the 80s you know that thing was a big thing in the 50s or whatever and not that those things are bad when they, when god brings them back but we can say just watch out for this you know yeah. this thing or this area or yeah. because we've seen it and we've seen, but also there's runs on the board yeah, yeah exactly. like there's a spiritual exactly. strength because there's faith to go no i know that god can do this yeah because i've seen him do it exactly and we need that you know younger people need to hear that you know uh, even with what's happening right now um in in europe and in the ukraine you know in russia you know this i've talked to so many younger people who are like you know, uh, how can we help and how can we do stuff and we're giving and we're, you know, people are there. But um, we have a, a, an older guy in our church, you won't mind me saying older, Hans, who went to the Ukraine. Yes. He's been there in the Crimea area and ministered in the churches Not there. Not that so, long ago, really. Yeah, only like maybe like four or five years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and so or even in our prayer meeting, where I'm going to have him share some from some of the churches. And it's just, you know, it's like there's this idea of sort of how can we help? And then you have people who go, oh, no, no, I actually know people personally there. I've yes. been there. Yeah. This yeah. is how you can help. And we, we need that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Don't, don't exactly. believe the lie that you're not needed anymore. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think that, that lie has been perpetrated in some church. In some church you know, sort of. Yeah. We yeah. only want to yeah. have the, the younger, cool-looking people on stage. And we want to portray an image. And um, it's just, it's not kingdom. It's not kingdom. No. And God doesn't look at age. And no. he can do whatever he wants with whatever age. Because yeah. no, we always say there's no junior Holy Spirit. There's no, no senior exactly. retired Holy Spirit <laughs> exactly. either. It's yeah. just Holy Spirit yeah. in us. And so you are still needed. And, and when he anoints, he appoints and he just, he'll use you. Yeah. If he's called you to do it, then step in and do it. Step up. Yeah. Be, I mean, some of the, the getting alongside people who are younger is just being the, those good moms and dads even. Whether yeah. you ever have your own kids or not, it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, but be a mom, if you're thinking mothers and fathers, yes, you're going good. to then speak destiny into people. You're going to bring yeah. correction. You're going to yeah. see with, with the wisdom of a mom and dad. Yeah. 
and people will just open up to you and yeah. and you get to do that you get to bring that yeah. into somebody's life or invite a, them into your house and like invite, invite them, them for a meal for invite, meals and to yeah. hang out and to go yes. fishing and to do yeah we say do life but invite but them into true. your life yeah because so, you know even if they have their own mom and dad exactly. you bring a different perspective like yeah. you don't have to you're not replacing them but some people don't you know some people don't have yeah. any yeah, example right. of mothers or fathers yeah. oh yeah good yeah or good yeah. mothers and fathers um and some people have absent mothers and fathers but even if they have mothers and fathers who are in the church still invite them in because you bring a different perspective and you bring a yeah. different input sometimes people listen to somebody else more than their own mom and dad uh, always <laughs> not sometimes always i'm like please go talk to my kids because they're yes. gonna listen to you more yeah. than they listen and it doesn't matter what age you are like yeah. just um this would be really quick but i didn't get to sharing this because i talked about the older ladies but just yeah. a few weeks ago at a school of faith leadership um conference that i was helping run we have a, an older man, like he's one of the oldest in our leaders. Yeah. He's a grandfather of the faith and he's been, he's been in ministry. He's a legend. He's amazing. He's been <laughs> in ministry. He's gone and preached, you know, he actually preaches in, in many little churches to support them now. And he's also a chaplain for yeah. um, the Marines up in New South Wales. Come on. Very good. So he's, he's beautiful. His name's Don. And Pastor Don. He's great. And I was sharing something I'd finished and then. We call him Papa Don because he's, yeah. he's a grandfather. Like he's yeah. he's elderly, but he's beautiful. He just comes and he's got this calming presence. He's not loud. Yeah. He's not showy. He's not demonstrative even the way he worships, but he has such a depth in wow. his relationship yes. with God. Yeah. Like there's a weight to it. When he speaks, he doesn't have to say much. It's weighty. Yeah. And um, so I'd finish sharing and then he said, puts his hand up and said, can I come up the front? And I was like, oh, sure, Don, come up. He comes up, puts his arm around me, and he says to everyone, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to come to this, this um, leadership conference uh, was because I wanted to meet Gabby in person. And um, it was just so beautiful because he's from New South Wales. We live in Victoria. Yeah. We've only met on Zoom. Like, I've known him for a couple of years, but it's all Zoom. Amazing. <laughs> and so to have him there in person, and then he said that, and then he just validated me, and then he just added to what I'd wow. shared, added yeah. a little bit so more good. to what I'd shared, um, just in his grandfatherly way with his wisdom, you yeah. know, because he yeah. loves the word. And he just brought out some more gold, and he just, I just stood there, and he just had his arm around me the whole time. And like, like you said, I'm not older, but I'm not young either. But it doesn't matter <laughs> what age you are. You're in the middle. I don't know if I'll ever get to a stage where I don't want that or need that. Oh, to exactly. have someone yeah. who's yep. older than me come and affirm me, like a father in the faith, yep. come and affirm and just, yeah, it felt like, and I just had this sense again, wow, this is the church in action. This is generations. So this is good. why they matter. And so I think, well, there should always yep. be someone older than yep. you. You've got your friends, your Aaron, who you yeah. know, and and your hers beside yeah. you. And who are you? Who's coming behind you? Who are you bringing alongside you yeah. as your, you know, Elisha or yeah. your, you know, there, there's so many examples as your Joshua or your, you know, Naomi and Ruth. You know, yeah. who who so have you good. got? So, so good. yeah, it's it's my uh, my granddad uh, was was a champion in the kingdom, missionary. Yeah, wow. you know, went uh, went to different nations, a missionary, but. At the end of his life, he's passed away now. He he was quite sick, and he um he picked up a, a sickness while he was a missionary. But oh, wow. he yes. was probably only awake three or four hours a day. He slept a lot and mm. would wake up, eat a little yeah, bit, yeah. sit in his chair. Um, but he caught this thing of like of kingdom, um, and so basically all he did when he was awake was to pray for churches and Christians that he knew so and ministries. So he spent the last couple of years of his life literally sleeping, waking up to eat a little bit. And just praying, and then he would fall asleep, and then he'd wake up and keep praying. And but uh, you know, I, I just again, it's that the impact. Yeah. You know, we he, he might. I'm sure he sees it now because he's he's in yes. heaven. And I'm sure he's yeah. seeing the impact and celebrating. But at the time, you know, he wouldn't have been able to see the impact because he was in a retirement home and just you know in his chair. And but that kingdom, like the heart for the kingdom, and if even if I can do nothing else, I'll pray. I'm going to so champion powerful. in prayer. And that, I mean, wow. what else yeah. is more powerful than, yeah. than to pray? Yeah. So, yeah. Can, can I ask Amazing. one more question? We'll, we'll go sure, to sure. the other side of it. Um, because I mean, as always happens, we get we really excited and we run out of time. Um, we've talked about, you know, how do, how do we get older people to stay involved and work with younger people? Um, how do we help younger people honor and build with older people in this process of multiple generations? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I know. There's probably so many ways. I think it, yeah. it does start with the, again, uh, not so practical, but uh, yeah. uh, just a foundation of knowing and choosing to honor and just value those yeah. who have gone before you and that, yeah. that they have possibly learned something in their journey with God. <laughs> They've seen things mm -hmm. that you haven't seen yet. They've walked through, you know, all sorts. Of, if I sit with someone who's older than me now, like I love to sit with, you know, yeah. grandfather or older, older, yeah. who, who have, some of them have, you know, stories still of wartime. And, yeah. and so they've lived through things and seen the faithfulness of God. I mean, for some of our young people, it's, it's theoretical. Like it's, yeah. it's great. You know, it's true. And yeah. you stand on that truth. And I've been yeah. there too, where I've even preached that truth. Yeah. And then life happens and things happen along the journey. And then that truth, you know, yeah. Jesus gets really real. We say that a lot, but he yeah. gets really real. Because now I really know when we yeah. went through that time, you know, whether it's war or, or suffering, it's, or yeah. Yeah, suffering through it's, you know, whether it's, you know, depression, whether it's um, whatever happens, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a breakdown in a marriage or, and Jesus steps in and mm -hmm. suddenly what you know on paper yeah. becomes absolute truth and reality. And so these older people have walked yeah. a walk with Jesus that you haven't yet. And so yeah. they have wisdom. They yeah. have... Yeah. They have things that uh, we just need to value them and honor them and then in, yeah. invite that into your life. Because, um, like, again, I'm thinking of Naomi and, and Ruth. And I love that um, Ruth Ruth says to Naomi, because, you know, if you don't know the story, you can read it in Ruth chapter 1. And Ruth's husband's died and Naomi's her mother-in-law. And she says, go back to your people. I don't have anything for you. I need wow. to leave. And Ruth makes a decision and she says, I won't leave you. Yeah. And she actually says, don't ask me to leave you and turn back wherever you go. I will go wherever you live. I will live. Your people will be my people. Your God will Come be on. my God. Wow. And I think another beautiful picture of, of the church in action, yeah. but invite input, get alongside, invite yeah. yourself yeah. even to someone's house or invite um, just that, that input from someone who is older, especially if you see a gift on their life yeah. that you think, Wow, like like that's yeah. what Elisha did with Elijah. Yeah. He yeah. he saw, I mean God picked him obviously mantle, as well, yeah. but he saw yeah. what he could have. Mm -hmm. And I said this on Sunday, but sometimes the anointings or the mantles that we want yeah. um, are actually connected to the position we have or our connectedness <laughs> to someone Very else good. who carries that. Wow. And yes, it yeah. will be your own. But I think God does that on purpose yeah. so that we depend, we're interdependent on one another. Yeah. And and I love that it's usually a generational thing. It wasn't a friend-to-friend -friend yeah. mantle passed on. It yeah. was usually a generational mantle yeah. that was passed on. And yes, it looked different when it fit yeah, on that next good. person. But yeah, so I think get connected. Get connected. Yeah. Honor and those stay, who are older. Connected. Get yeah. connected. Stay connected. Recognize that your victory well, the victory yeah. of the church, of the kingdom, actually is dependent on what they're dreaming, what they're releasing, what they have as well. Yeah. And so we need to, the arm in arm thing that we talk about is, yes, it's churches and ministries and it's, it's all of us. Yeah. But that also includes all generations and all nations, you yeah, know, like, yeah. but yeah. I'll throw the nations in the mix too. Um, but it's generations <laughs> and so we have to. Yeah. Um, link arms, yeah. link arms and your success, your anointing, your your destiny and your purpose yeah. sometimes is connected to who yeah, you've yeah, yeah. chosen to connect or link arms with and yeah. and it's so needed and so I, I other than um, that there's a lot of practice but get around yeah. them get around and, them and I think in order to do that we have to as younger people have to stay humble mm. and stay teachable yeah I think the yeah. biggest like hindrance to young people walking into the fullness of what God has from in a multi-generational aspect is pride because we think we know everything. I mean, I've, I've been there um, mm -hmm. and we become unteachable because yeah. we think we know everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, part of my story, I had the privilege of taking on the, the leadership of the team that leads this church when I was 26. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, we learned some hard lessons through pride and lack of teachability. Yeah, um, we yeah. did some things, you know, at the church, not sinful things, just things of, you know, they were, they were full of zeal, but I had asked older people and they said, oh, yeah, that might not be the wisest thing to do. And literally my thought was, <laughs> what do you know? Like, <laughs> you're, you, you know, you're, you're too old. You're too and so old. we went and did it. And the very you're thing that they back. said was the thing that happened because they'd seen it before. Wow. And so again, it was pride and lack of teachability. But if we, I think, and you know, that was 16 years ago. 
Uh, no, sorry, it wasn't. That was 14 years ago. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> 26, 40, 14 years ago. You're younger um, than you Yeah, I was like, oh, yes, come on. I'll just stay in two years. Um, but, yeah, if, if anything, I've learned to stay humble and stay teachable because, yeah. um, you know, that's, there's so many who have gone before us and we need the passion and the zeal and the energy of young people. Like, we need the let me run, let me take the mountain, let me take the nation, send me into the war zone, send me into the dangerous Look, places. <laughs> I mean, we, we should all have that. As older people, but. we need to catch some of that, you know, and we need that in there. And But at the same time, we need the wisdom and the, you know, the foresight and the experience of older people who go, you know, that, yeah, yes, run, but, you know, here's some scriptural basis for yeah. this as well. Let me undergird you. You know, yes. let, let us yeah. stand with you. Think about this. Yeah. Not, not don't do it, but just be careful along the way. You know, think about your character. Be wise as you step out. Yes. You know, yes, go and go and outreach and go to the nightclubs and go, go to the bush doofs. Yeah, go to the bush doofs, <laughs> but also be careful because the enemy wants to set snares for your future there. Exactly. Take somebody with you. You know, we've, yeah. we've seen people fall in that context and we don't yes. want that for you. So can yeah, we yeah. help? put some stuff around you that will see you through your youthful zeal and still loving and serving God with passion and having impact yeah. as you mature and as you get older. Yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome too for the older people. If we can stay full of zeal, yeah, full of fire, yeah. full of passion, because yeah. that comes from, you know, falling in love with Jesus, never losing mm, that wonder. Yeah. I mean, we should never, and don't feel like you need to calm down. Just even as an older person, you Come don't on. need to so calm good. down. You don't so need good. to, but you get to bring the wisdom. Can, um, yeah. It's like this, um, it's it's like you've got both. Yeah. You Young people are looking, yeah. like always. Every yeah. younger ki- kids look up to those, yeah. just that little bit older, you know, and it's yeah. it just, young people are watching. And so they want to see someone who's older, who's full of passion, fire, yeah. but also brings wisdom and that stability and just can, like you said, the undergirding of, yeah. of scriptural truth and the reality of my walk with Jesus has shown yeah. me this is, this is, you know, true. Yeah. This is how it works. Uh, but be passionate and full of fire. And, and yeah. it's that thing of iron sharpens iron. It's not just yeah. with like-minded generations. It's let's sharpen one another. Yeah. Like your zeal is going to, Set my set me even yeah. more, or my fire. I'm going to pass on some of my fire to you, and, and so package good. it with <laughs> wisdom, and let's do yeah. this together. Well, and, and I think one of the things, as somebody who is in the process of progressing from youthful zeal to older <laughs> wisdom, maybe, but still full of zeal, I think the thing that stops young people from being teachable and staying humble is when they look to an older generation who has lost their zeal. Yes, yeah. Because they go, well, yeah. I don't want to become like you, so yeah. I'm not going to do what you've told me to, to do. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Yeah, And if, exactly. if we allow ourselves to settle down as we get older spiritually, yeah. we lose the next generation. Yes, um, and, and, you know, So for, as an older generation, if we want to, to build with the younger, we have to stay, like, so, we have to be more passionately in love with Jesus than they are because we've been... We've been Absolutely. walking with him for longer. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they, they should look at us and not be able to see where Jesus stops and we start. Yeah, I love that. Um, exactly. Yeah, we might be able to see some of that in their lives because, you know, they're, they're a younger branch. Yeah. Um, but as yeah. we get older, we shouldn't be able to be able to tell that. And I think, you know, they, younger people are looking for older people yeah. who, are, who are, you know, zealous about Jesus. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. they're the ones they want to listen to. You know? Yes. They, they, yeah. they, when they see hypocrisy, that's where... You know, we, we can say they're full of pride and unteachable, but actually their heart is, I don't want to be a hypocrite like you. Exactly. I want to find yep. truth. Yeah. And so, yeah. They're know. looking. They've got ra- radars. They can see. <laughs> they, they can, can see. see. They can see yeah. and they are attracted. Like you said, I love that. They're attracted to yeah. zeal. They're attracted to passion. They're attracted to authentic Christianity, like someone who yeah. looks like Jesus, speaks like Jesus, does yeah. what Jesus does consistently yeah. because there's not a lot of consistency in in the world around wow. us you know wow. and a lot is said yeah. and a lot more is said than than is done or consistent like do they like will they see this through to yeah. the end will is this what they're going to be at their very last yes. breath you know yeah. and and those are the sort of people that they they will honestly get around yeah. they will come yeah. and they'll say to you can I come and can you, yeah. can I just sit with you and learn from you exactly and it, it's it's such a privilege and an honor when they do that and I think it's exciting to see the generations at work. Wow. 
Wow. I love it. I love it. We've ran out of time We've again. Out of time. Um, Way over time. It's been amazing. Thank you for, for unpacking more of your preach and the heart of it. And uh, look forward to more of these you know, in, in the weeks yes. to come. But um, can, can, can you pray for us and for those that are listening um, as we finish? Sure. And just that we, love to. Not just that we would hear what mm. we've said, but, but actually have that heart change. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that um, you get to shift our mindsets. Yes, uh, I thank you that you are doing some adjustments as you as you, you are building your church, a church that looks like Jesus, to glorify yes. Jesus, yes. to have kingdom impact. You are doing some heart shifts and mindset um, shuffle, shuffle arounds mm-hmm. so that we begin to actually get that this is not about us it's so much bigger Mm. i thank you that you are the god of generations and so father even now would you impart a heart that is for the generations that we would actually be restored to the generations and that there'd be a unity a oneness uh that that can only happen because it's supernatural holy spirit would you make us one would you make us your dream team that we would be a church that glorifies jesus from the youngest to the oldest we would actually each have our place. Release every person listening here yes. uh, to, to, to the destiny and purpose they have, no matter what Ooh. age or stage they're at. Lord, I pray that you'd revive dreams. I pray that you'd restore hope again, that you'd stir up faith. Yes. Lord, that every person would know they have a place at the table. They have a place that is valued and important and that the victory, in, in a sense, of the kingdom depends on all of us yes, being Lord. one yep. together. The, the, the team, the, the dream team that Jesus yeah. prayed for and is dreaming of and building. So thank you, Lord, for the privilege of church for the privilege of doing yes. it together. Yep. We never take it for granted. We love that we get to do this. And we just thank you, Lord, that we are going to see your kingdom come and your will be done in and through us uh, to, to the yeah the next generation, yeah. to the next generation, like that yep. ripple effect is about yep. to just keep on happening. So thank you, Lord. We bless you and we love you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Gabby. Amazing no having you on. Thank you. thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to whatever channel you're listening on. I think we're on Spotify. SoundCloud, Apple Music, yeah, iTunes, um, and you might be listening off the website. And if you want more information about what's happening in Melbourne Life Church, um, you can follow us on our socials. So we're on Instagram and Facebook, but you can also sign up to our newsletter. Um, so shoot us an email at admin at melbournelightschurch.com.au or connect at melbournelightschurch.com.au. Um, <laughs> we're out of we can, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's been too long since <laughs> we've done these podcasts. I don't have all the spiel. But um, yeah, shoot us an email and we'd love to sign you up if you want to know what's going on day to day. And if, if you're not in a local church and you're in the Melbourne area, we'd love to meet you uh, in yeah, person. Come. So come, yes. we're, uh, we're in Hallam, come and check us out. We'd love to, uh, to meet you. And if you've come because you're listening to the podcast, tell us because that would be awesome. Yes. Like, we want to know where you've come from and we want to know where you're listening from. So drop come a comment. On. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back up. Um, our Sunday podcasts are hopefully going to be up every week. And we'll be doing uh, a few more midweeks in the weeks to come. So thanks, guys. Be blessed. Thank you. Bless you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.